0: what's going on, everybody? This is your boy, Charles S. Livingston, reporting live from the Northeast Arkansas's best-kept secret Marion, Arkansas, (laughs) uh, for today's edition of the Hogcast. I'm joined, as always, by my cousin and uh, platonic life partner, Logan Livingston. What's up? And the king of Saline County, Colby S. Yarbrough. Colby. What's going on, everyone? A lot of S middle names here. (laughs) <laughs> yeah everybody's s except you you're yeah. you're, you're just, i don't even think you have a middle name i think i think you dropped i think you're gonna be like one of those brazilian soccer stars from now on well we try to start this episode with a little of humor because uh again
1: uh i talked about it on facebook on the hogcast page uh, i thought the a&m game was gonna be the hardest hogcast to
0: record i completely lied this
1: was gonna be a lot worse it's gonna be harder
0: I'm going to kill myself immediately <laughs> as soon as this uh, – I, I have an obligation to fulfill with uh, with these guys and the SEC radio network. As soon as this is over, I'm going to go outside and wander onto oncoming traffic. Well, uh, this was, was the nice worst one Chuck by that. far.
2: That was very nice of you, Chuck, to uh, uh, come on here first. Yeah. You,
0: uh, get, to, get to hear your story, uh, your side of the story,
1: Chuck. You're going to have that uh, documented.
0: Oh, well, I, I'll tell you how I spent my Arkansas-Alabama night. Uh I went to the Buffalo Wild Wings in Memphis, Tennessee, with high hopes, and was jazzed up. And I mean, I was cheering. And there were a lot of hogs. The Memphis East Arkansas Razorback Club was hosting their uh, was hosting their party at Buffalo Wild Wings. I went with a couple friends, and um, you know, and man, we just you know, our defense played it, just left it all on the field, and. Um, we lost a fumble. We made a number of mistakes, as did Alabama. And, man, it just it just was one of those nights that was almost surreal. Like, I think the conditions played a role, but it was the same for both teams. And Yeah, the, um, the
1: game overall was really sloppy. Our, Alabama made a lot of mistakes. Arkansas made a lot of mistakes. There's a lot of sloppiness going on. Uh, you know, we start the game, we punt to Alabama, and they, they muff the punt, and we come up with it. That's very un-Alabama-like. They did the same thing against Ole Miss, though, last week. I know uh, Saban was not very happy. You can see on the sideline, he was slinging his headset around. Yeah. um
0: and, so go ahead. yeah and it's it's hard hard to fault him on that of course you know and then speaking of mistakes we we drive we actually put together arguably our finest drive of the afternoon i would say mm-hmm. uh we get down in there and we're cody walker's going in and he just gets stripped and um it right. goes in the end zone for an alabama all he's got to do is break the plane and
2: he's literally he right before scorters. the line like i'm right right before the line like and and the bad thing is it was actually him just switching hands with or the, yep. moving hands to the left arm and it just kind of just flew out and yeah, I think uh, Alton, a defender hit it which made it go to bounds but still
0: yeah it's, it was, uh, it's it's one of these things that 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 me and Logan and Logan's dad B always joke about if if something crazy can happen it'll happen to Arkansas and uh, you see that every once in a while probably eight to ten times a year but you know at that with the stakes at that level and every, you know, it's just like, man, he, uh, you know, and he's a good player, but it's just like, man, that, that I hate it. Cause that'll probably be like the, that'll probably be like the play that people remember him for, you know, yeah, against...
1: that seven points would have went a long way or that six points. I know PATs aren't exactly. I... <laughs> <laughs> PATs well, are a premium apparently this
0: <laughs> year. Sure. Well, that, that lends itself to another mistake. For, you know, our, 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 you know, Alabama's kicking game will get a lot of the, 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 uh, the jeers, but uh, our kicking game was also some sort of a, uh, some sort of slaw, uh, had a field goal blocked, had a PAT block, you know, it was just a, uh, man, I don't know if it's a protection issue. I don't know if it was the conditions that played a role. We just, uh, basically, you know, you hear about shooting yourself in the foot. We, we, we hacksawed our feet off <laughs> both of them last night. Like we didn't, shooting it would have been too quick and too painless. It's like the Joker said on the dark night, you don't know anything about them until you, you torture them with a knife. Well, we caught our feet into a bear trap last night, and and by God, we saw it, and <laughs> we saw it, and we saw that bone, and we chewed it, and it was it was painful to watch. This, this is one of those games that, like, the, the A&M game was fun because you had the fake punt for a score, and you had, you know, the A.J. Derby touchdown catch, and A.J. Derby might be the next Rob Gronkowski, by the way. I'm saying, uh,
1: that dude looked like the Heisman out there. He put a stiff arm of that pocket. mug all the way down the field. I was so impressed that, with Derby on that run.
0: I mean, he was a quarterback last year, and, like, I guess he's just such an athletic guy. they like, oh, let's just move him to tight end. Well, yeah,
1: that's what Biel- that's what was said. He's one of the best athletes he's ever – he'd seen in a long time. He just tried to find a way to get him in the game, you know. That's why he tried to put him at quarterback when we were thin last year, but – you know, we, we brought in Rafe and Austin was ready. So he was like, you know what? Let's get you on the field. Put you at tight end. It's working and wonders. He, he scored against Auburn and now uh,
2: Alabama. He was talking, Bielem was talking during the spring, and he was kind of building him up how good he was and how he's going to help this year. And you, I, it was kind of hard to believe. You know, I thought he was just going to tell, he's telling everybody that kind of build Derby's confidence. But, I mean, he was right.
0: Yeah. I mean, he's, he's been that guy. I mean, I, I, I don't have the, the, the cumulative season stats in front of me. I mean, could he be our leading receiver? Could, has he caught more balls than anybody? I would say it's probably probably him or Henry. Yeah, maybe one of the tight ends. I mean, yeah, it's. it's uh, I mean, seriously, like, I mean, so that, that's pretty incredible. You know, so his – so A.J.'s story continues to unfold in front of us, and it's a great story, and we're all pulling for him. Uh, basically, the, 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 the key stat, I think we can all agree, um, when, when you talk about Arkansas football under Brett Bielema, what do you think of? Logan, I'll let you go first.
1: Uh, we're going to pound the run.
0: All right, Colby, what do you think about Arkansas football under Brett Bielema? Uh,
2: great offensive line play, running the ball, a little play action, and good defense.
0: Yeah, no, that, that's yeah, that's actually what I'd written down as well on my on my notes for the for the show. Uh, you know, pound the ball, run the ball. You got two stud backs. Um, I saw a stat that we ran the ball six times in the second half. Now, the Arkansas Democrat Gazette has. They have thirteen. Well, some of those were Brandon Allen runs. Some of so those Brandon, those Brandon Allen's runs. Running right.
1: backs only ran the ball six times in the second half. Right.
2: Um. And Brandon. Chuck Allen, got, go ahead, Chuck. No, you got it. Well, I had a stat I was looking at in the first half. Jay Will ran for seventy-eight yards on sixteen carries. In the second half, only four carries for five yes. yards.
0: Right. Uh. Obviously, the Alabama tightened up to stop the run, which we mm-hmm. all knew they were going to do at some point. They were going to just throw everybody into the box. Um, But J. Will still at the end of the night finished with 20 carries for 83 yards for a very efficient 4.2 yards a carry. Mm -hmm. Uh, Alex Collins, it looked like his confidence might have gotten a little rattled when he lost that fumble. He only carried six times for 13 yards. Um, In a game like that, when you've got those backs and that offensive line and you've got that rain and you've got a shaky quarterback and shaky receiving core, why would you call forty passes in a one point game? Does anybody have any idea? No,
1: we talked about this last night uh in depth i was I went to bed furious with the play calling um again, I don't know if that's on Burt. I don't know if that's on Cheney. I would like to think it's on Chaney because I really like all the rest of the things that Burt's doing there um but it's just unacceptable. We got ourselves behind the chains a lot in the second yep. half, um and that's not something that we're good at like we're not good at third and long we that's just not how our team is built right now we're just that's not our strength uh. And when we pass on first down, and you get an incompletion, you're going to get yourself in bad situations like that, and it it cost us. I mean, it was huge. Third long, we couldn't we couldn't come come back from that. And we another thing,
2: yeah, yeah, go ahead, Coles. And another thing is, there's four or five, maybe six plays where there were other passing plays, but Brandon Allen to get sacked or have to have to run for it. So yeah, I, mean, that's I was like forty six pass plays or so. Yeah, right,
1: right. I was impressed with his scrambling ability. He got that one to get us to that fourth and one there when we got stuffed. He had like a thirteen mm-hmm. yard run, got us got us close. He paid yeah. for it though. They they laid into him, yeah. dude.
0: Yeah, there's actually yeah, uh, that they're was they're in actually, the fourth quarter.
1: Yeah, they actually broke his helmet. Really? Yeah, they
0: did. He had to go out and get a, another helmet, yeah. Uh, you know, so th- that's sort of the problem I see. I like I said, I know it was tough sledding, but the thing for me, especially when Arkansas goes to the fourth quarter leading thirteen to seven, I want that clock to keep running. Mm-hmm. I want I want nothing more than to and um I actually sort of disagree with Logan to an extent on first down passing. I think that's a good down to do it if you're no, a power is- running team. But I think you I think you have to be smart. I think those tight end routes that we love and those fullback uh, in the flat, I like those because that's an easy completion. And even if you only get three yards, you're still grinding the clock. I think that's the only – but, yeah, I agree. Like 40 passes with this passing game, uh, that's absurd. You know what? We were never down mm-hmm. – more than uh more than uh six points yeah. seven yeah.
1: points no i'm with you Chuck. i mean i like throwing on first down it's just i feel like we we were very predictable with our passing in the second half cuz we almost Four. we were in the we were in the shotgun and we never run a run play from the shotgun colby mentioned this last night and i went back and looked at it we never run run plays out of there hardly it is they know when we line up like that we're throwing the football and yeah. so when you when alabama knows what you're going to do they're probably going to be able to stop it
2: yeah exactly yeah, alabama, in alabama. Yeah. right yeah I- I nick saban and I'm not saying Brandon Allen's all-world, but I think a lot of it's on he's put in bad situations. Uh, on that one uh, scoring play where they mixed up the play action and the running game on the play scorer where Jonathan Williams scored, he was five for five, and then he had another drive. He was like four for five.
1: Yeah, he was efficient from third down in the first half. Second half, when we started gunslinging the ball, it, uh, he was not. Uh, he did not pass very well at all.
0: So. Yeah, uh, first half, we were actually four of eight on third down. Uh, uh, second half, we were actually uh, – Five of 11, somehow, uh, which, I mean, that has to be a... Uh, oh, we are one of five in the fourth quarter. So that's again,
1: what it was,
0: yeah. Where the game's ultimately decided, um, and again, that's just one of those things we're going to have to learn how to do. Alabama's the type of team that, as I say, that can make you play left-handed. Um, but, man, like... I. I don't even know if they made us play left-handed as no. much as we made ourselves play left-handed. Yeah, that's
1: like, my thing. Like I, they, I mean, he had four rushes for five yards in the second half. So yeah, they were stopping that's it. Not but, great.
0: That's not great. But you got to keep
1: giving him the rock a few times. You oh. can't just stop going to it. You know, it only takes one break, and Jay it, will can break tackles. He proved it all night. He could do it in the first half. It,
2: if all else is just to keep the defense honest and hit them with a the play action later on the game, it's like, you know, like a chess match, is, and it's a one-point game at that time. I mean, and we're ahead part of the um, second half. so
1: Yeah, all we need to do is get yeah. a field goal range and give our kicker
0: a shot. That's all we really needed, you know. I, and, again, I understand under two minutes when we got the ball back last, that was – the time was sort of at a premium. But the one when we stuffed Alabama on the fourth and in inches, uh, which, by the way, had, let me let me just say this, the defense last night – I understand Alabama's not a dynamic offense and all that's all well and good. Fourteen points against an SEC team. Uh my hat's off to these guys who just uh I mean, you know, say what you will about Lane Kiffin and he's <laughs> he might be dead. Like, losing the game. His short it, tenure at oh, Alabama. <laughs> yeah, uh man, the defense just played you know, this defense is uh, they've come such a long way and I mean, even just even from last year. Uh, to be able to do that and put yourself in a position at home. And, you, you know, it, they even created turnovers. They created turnovers, and we just couldn't capitalize. You know, that's a – the defense last night was as well prepared as a – because even against Auburn and A&M, it still left the doubt of, man, I don't know, we can't do anything against these high po-. – 14 points in an SEC game. you got to win that game. Well, yeah. I don't care what happens. Defense – Played their hearts out. You know,
1: like I was saying, there's a lot of young guys there, and I really like what Rob Smith's doing. I think he can build a really good defense here, which is amazing because I didn't know if that was even possible because it's been so long since we've had a decent defense that, you know, that that's going to help us a lot going forward.
2: I seen an impressive stat on Twitter from cost Game Day. Arkansas allowed seven yards in the first quarter, which is the lowest in the Saban area. I believe wow. it. Yeah. Seven
0: passing yards. Yeah, I see that now. That's pretty impressive. Um we'll say they were 1 of 4. Yeah, they, they had zero rushing yards and a uh, one pass for so that's a uh,
2: 7 yards. That's pretty good.
0: And uh, we dominated the time possession in the first quarter 12:55 to 2:05. Um, but it looks like it sort of evens back out over the course. Alabama for the game we almost it was 34-13, 25-47 in favor of us, which is um, again, it's pretty impressive, but they uh they just made more big plays on on offense. You know they were able to. And Alabama's going to do that. that's the thing. You know you can't. You might have been able to get away with some of these errors against a uh, you know a lesser you know maybe you know maybe Missouri or you know somebody like that. But uh, the SEC West is the the state of things. You just can't. I mean every mistake will cost you, and especially in in Arkansas's case last night, we we outgained them by over a hundred yards. Um. You know, average about the same yards play. We we almost doubled up their first downs, 18 to 10. But Alabama just made those plays down the stretch. And, and they um, really, it
1: was just capitalizing off of uh, the things they gave us. We didn't really capitalize off of any of the turnovers and get anything from it. Um, but when Alabama gives you chances like that, you got to take them. That's how, that's how Ole Miss beat them. You know what I mean? They took the yep, turnovers uh-huh. and they made points out of it. We didn't do that, and we lost the game. That's just how it is.
0: Yeah, Ole Miss got down what, seventeen to three and yep. they were able to put the stops on and uh you know, and Bo Wallace made a few plays and before you knew it, they're up and they again then they come up with the interception in the end zone with a uh, Golston and,
1: yep. and then that they, was all they, she wrote. they fumbled that kickoff and they they you know what I mean, that was it. You know, Arkansas we got that we got that fumble to start the game and we got no points from it, you know. And uh when you get something like that. Should have. Yeah, should have. Should have, should have you gotten know. something, but yeah. Um it's rough. How hype were you guys when Derby ran that fifty yard uh, pass?
0: Oh man, I, I did a victory lap around the uh Buffalo Wild Wings. Like I jumped up and like w- when he punked that one kid with the with the stray oh, like, oh, God. Derby. Yeah, I was just sitting there. I was like, it's like I, I think he pulled him up by his face mask just to push him back down again. I was like, Oh my gosh. And like it was a great environment last because, like I said, they were in the house, the Memphis Arkansas Razorback Club's in the house, but you also had the Florida Gators of Memphis in the house. Nice. of course they lost a heartbreaker to LSU. Uh, and then there was a the Memphis watch party over in the bar area. You know, the Tigers lost a heartbreaker. But it was uh when we scored that, I just again, with points being at the premium if they were, I, I thought, could have seen this win in thirteen to ten. Yeah,
1: I really thought it might have been over, man. Like me and B and Matt, we were going crazy. I like dove on the chair with him. I thought I thought we were gonna do it, man. I really did. That felt that
0: felt like it was finally something going our way, you know? It felt real good. Yeah, because you got a converted quarterback catching a <laughs> pa- catching a four yard pass, drag route, yep. and just turning it into a big play. Like it was like, man, this is uh, and, again, the defense had played so well. Mm-hmm. Um, and then even in the fourth quarter, when we stuffed them on that fourth and inches, the play I was talking about earlier, you know, it, that's a, the type of play that Alabama always seems to get, and they always seem to convert and kick a field goal and end up. But we stuffed them, and then we just could You know, there's a penalty, I think, that pushed us back. Mm-hmm. And and before that Brandon Allen scramble you were talking about, but, yeah. again, if we don't have that you know, it's just – these little things, these attention to detail thing, we always seem to just.
1: Here is my thing, also. Uh, that that last touchdown Alabama was scored. Uh, Bert was trying to get a timeout. He was literally almost in the oh huddle. with Oh, My God! Could the refs not see that? The oh big Burt? like come gosh. He obviously knew something was up. Like, like, do you think if he gets that timeout, we get our defense he, set right? We get he that. He said soft? they
0: sub. He Maybe said they
2: sub,
0: field, Yeah. Hold to a field goal, and uh, yeah, I. He they he said they subbed late, and he saw that, and he was trying to call a timeout. Yeah, that I mean that was. Yes, absolutely. I mean, I don't know. Like, I mean, you, you know, if you insist on having the, having um, the coaches call the the timeout, like, you have to do better. You have to see, Bert's not a small guy. guy. I don't know if you've noticed. Uh, He
1: was like, he he was between the hashes running almost into the play. Like, come on, refs. How can you not see him?
0: Oh, underrated flat. I saw on Twitter last night, and I shared it with y'all in the group message. By the way, our group messages are ridiculous <laughs> during and after the game. I woke up today to uh, 33 unread messages, and 30 of them were from the the Hogcast group <laughs> message. <laughs> uh, and I, I was so down so far in the in the conversation at that point, I wasn't even going to try to re-enter. But uh, <laughs> that's the sort of heat we bring. Uh, of course, most people don't sleep until 10:45 either, but I do. So, um, but so what happened was. Um, you know, that, oh, uh, what I was saying is, yeah, Penn Wagers was the uh, the guy in in uh, charge, the, the crew chief, last night's game. Of course, if you're a Razorback fan and you go back a couple of years, he was also the crew chief at the 2009 Florida game, who was so atrocious that they actually suspended him for two weeks after the Florida contest because they had done such a terrible job officiating that game. Of course, that game there were two extremely controversial personal foul penalties that allowed Florida to drive and tie the game. And, um, again, so atrocious. Like, And here's the thing. If I'm Mike Slive and I'm in charge of these officials, and I assume he is, he's the, only the freaking commissioner of the <laughs> SEC, I don't even want to put pin Wagers at another Arkansas game. No, yeah. What, <laughs>
1: just, I, I don't think you can. Like, I mean.
0: It I just looks bad. It looks like, real like bad. Got, how many games do you have a week? You've got seven SEC mm-hmm. games when everybody's playing conference games. You can't send pin Wagers in his – because now as an Arkansas fan – and, again, I'm probably a little bit of a homer, and that's fine. Um, but I'm just telling you, as, as an Arkansas fan, if I see Penn Wagers pop up on my TV screen… I'm scared. I'm, I'm expecting the worst to happen because I'm not saying he hates Arkansas, but I'm saying… He's things he's <laughs> bad things happen when he's there. Bad things happen when he's So even if he's just bad luck, you know, if you believe in, in superstition, even if he's just bad luck, I still don't want him in the house… Yet yeah, he's here. He is officiating a game on national TV again and again. You got Brett Bielema. What, what he's What is he? Six three. He's the biggest three, coach in the SEC. Yeah. Easily. Again, biggest biggest coach of the SEC in charge of the biggest uh, the biggest offensive line in the SEC. He's charging the field. <laughs> and um, I don't I don't get it. Like, like again, our, I'm our not defense, saying it's penwagers.
1: Yeah. Our defense played lights out too. Who's to say that if we get that timeout, get us set up right, we don't get the stop right there.
0: And like Colby said, home to a field goal. And you still got the lead 13-10. to 10, I don't know
1: if they ever score again.
0: That's what I'm saying. It, it, they don't – I mean, we know they don't score again because, I mean, you don't know how the game plays out, obviously. Yeah. But if you're up 13-10, to 10, there's only two or three possessions left in the game the way the defense is playing. Maybe we're talking about a 13-10 Arkansas win. In a rowdy house next week at Little Rock. Instead, we're like, God, are we ever going to win a game again?
2: <laughs> there was a couple questionable calls, which I thought overall was a fairly called game. I thought
0: it was fine. I'm just saying, you know. Yeah,
2: and I don't think it changed that. I'm watching game. you, pin wagers.
0: I'm watching you. Yeah, we're
2: watching. We're on the UPin wagers. We know. Hey, hey, I know you're listening. I know you're that listening. I'm watching you. That's, that's, that's,
1: like, that's like that umpire in the uh, for the world's the college world series we've had multiple times that screwed us
0: over. Oh yeah, the guy behind the yeah he's and it's just like man that guy's terrible. Like, like they. <laughs> These these guys are SEC officials. Y'all mm-hmm. just signed the, y'all just open, launched the SEC network. I know y'all got money. Like, do better. Mm-hmm. Like get a better crew and play. Don't send Penn Wagers to Arkansas, hey, Penny. Penn better not be, Arty- <laughs> Penn Wagers hey. better not show up in another Razorback game. Hey Penn, Penn, if you're in Little Rock on Saturday,
2: let's talk, dude. I'll meet you I'll meet you <laughs> at the game. Yeah, Kobe, you go ahead. You're about to yeah. say something. Oh, I was gonna say that skipper penalty. Um and it probably a Oh, of that
1: of was trash. I remember that now. That was terrible.
2: It, it, it skipper actually didn't do anything that play i think it's just kind of kind of what happened the pre or two weeks ago like he's kind of just a mark man and yeah uh but you know that, that cost us because that we were driving we were in alabama territory and we ended up having to punt that possession that had been you know 15 yards so yeah
1: because they did an offsetting penalty they did it on both of them when that alabama guy was just punching skipper in the face and skipper had his hands up like saying it's not yeah. me it's I- not me that uh, right that would have yeah. been a 15yard penalty and kept the drive alive so and we needed, we needed we needed all the help we could get on offense so that would have helped a ton yeah i mean that again you,
0: here's the thing in a game like that a one-point game that really should have been tied you know usually would be tied you can look at any play and say oh you know but they man but so that's many, also the downside. Any, uh, go ahead, Logan. There's just so
1: many opportunities. Like I said, I mean, we talked about it earlier. We had every opportunity to win this game. Alabama tried to let us win this game, and we just couldn't take it. Like we just couldn't do it.
0: And the problem is, it's not a typical Alabama team. They're, they're still playing a lot of defense, mm-hmm. you know. But they, uh, but they've got, Lane again, they've finish. got, they got Lane, who's not, um, who's just doing everything he can to keep Alabama down. And I appreciate it, Lane. You know, <laughs> but like, but I mean, this. Again, this—if we were going to get them, this was sort of a prime opportunity for us. We're at home. We got the '64 national champs in the house. We got a sold-out crowd. We got a shaky Alabama team, and uh, and Lane just—well, uh, not Lane, but you know, like just we just get screwed. We get put under, and it's just like, you know, what uh, what can you do? It's just like you know it. I don't know how the I don't know what the feeling is in the locker room, but I know me personally. I'm just like, man, like, oh, yeah. I just. I know Hunter when Henry, are we going to
1: get a break? I know Hunter Henry was quoted after the game. He's like, we should have won that game. Like he literally was like, you know, we know we can play with anybody. Like we're able to play with anybody. It's just like we got to get over that hump and finally get the W. Like we should have won that game. So they know they know they're there. It's just they got to get over that hump and actually finish the game. I mean, you lose one you lose by one point to Alabama. That. That's, that's a good game, you know what I mean? I, if you yeah. told me we lose to one point by Alabama, to Alabama at the beginning of the year, I'm like, again, you're crazy. Like, I thought they were going to beat us pretty handily. But, you know, yeah. we were there. We had every opportunity to win that game. So
0: And, but, and the game kind of played out the way I thought it would be. Um, you know, it was low scoring and, you know, we would struggle to move the ball. But, um, again, you know, we, we're, the defense is in place. And, you know, good things are <laughs> – Burt said, said it last night. You know, good things are coming, but it's like, man – it. It's just been so long since we...
1: Yeah, Burt was real broke up last night in that press conference. I felt bad for the guy because, I mean, he wants to win so bad. And I truly believe he's going to be here for the long haul. He said it in the press conference. I know coaches say that a lot, but I I think he's going to rebuild his back. I do. And you can already see definite improvement. I know we're still losing games, you know, but... We're losing games a lot differently than we did last year. Last year in the right. first quarter, I knew Alabama had already won. I was like, "All right, I can go do other stuff right. now." So, Yeah. Tonight though, I was ha- I was hanging by every play. Every play meant so much.
2: But well, like you said last night, Logan, it's. Uh, I, I think once they get that first win, I think it's going to be a snowball uh, effect, and you know they might get up to seven games this year. They, I mean,
1: it's just it's that mentality thing. Right now, they they something bad happens late, and they're like, "Here we go again." You know, what happens when they finally win one, and maybe they can say, "Hey, you know, we've been here before. We know how to deal with this." you know, cause over home. Yeah, because they're still a young team for the most part, you know. Um, they're going to be all right, they're going to be all right. We're getting better. Um, definitely the improvement we wanted to see in year one from Bert. I know that's not a lot what a lot of the fans want to hear. you know, we're still losing games, but it's, it's getting
0: better, it's getting better. Yeah, the, the the downside for me, and I've told you a couple times, is uh, I didn't say it. I'll say it less colorfully on the air, but uh, <laughs> the, bad, the bad part is, man, we got a couple of beatings coming. Like, we got Mississippi still. We still got the Magnolia State on deck. Like
1: Yeah, Magnolia you know, State's going to be, yeah, be rough, but you got to state we still got, you know, Missouri, LSU, and UAB on the schedule also, which could be hopefully victories, at least a
0: couple of them. <laughs> In addition to those, we also have a decently big game next week. Now, what I think I want to do first, guys, uh, do you want to do the SEC wraparound first, and yeah. then we'll do uh, Arkansas-Georgia? Sounds good to me. Okay. Uh, well, let's just start off with uh, the heavy hitter. Uh, we got A&M-Alabama next week. This football game is going to be in Tuscaloosa. Um, I feel like this is an elimination game. I think the loser leaves town. I think they're out of the hunt <laughs> for the playoff. What, what do you guys think?
1: Yeah, I think A and M's out, dude. I don't think they're. Uh, I don't think they'll be able to score too many points on Alabama. I don't think so, at least. Um, and A and M's defense isn't as good either. So no. And they got to go to Tuscaloosa, and Slick gonna get there. That team rounded up. They're not gonna be this bad forever. They're gonna get it together. And I think Even they if may,
0: he has to hang Lane Kiffin on yeah, the team book. he may
1: have to take the playbook from Lane Kiffin and leave him at the you know bus stop or whatever. But uh, they'll, they'll get the W against A and think it'll be pretty convincing as well. Resounding Alabama win. Yeah, I think so.
0: Yeah, I agree. Colts, Colts, what do you got? All right, g- g- give me a score prediction real quick, Logan.
1: Uh, I think the Tide get around thirty points, and then they hold uh, they hold A and like 17 like All seventeen. All right, Colts,
0: what do you got?
2: Uh, thirty five fourteen. A and M's just been going downhill since Arkansas. Yeah, they have. Yeah, they no... got roughed up the last uh, couple weeks, and then we beat them up pretty bad as well. So I think that was it's... my
0: next question. Yeah, do, do you think that you think that Bert's theory about playing physical Arkansas team is do you think that do you think that'll affect Alabama at all next week?
1: That is true, but I think Alabama is also physical, so I think they're gonna be pretty easy easier to recover, I think, probably than most other teams. You got finesse teams like all A and
0: M'cause kind of finesse.
1: Yeah, yeah. exactly. And A
2: and M's, you know, they got beat up by Mississippi State. They're a pretty physical team. Ole Miss is a pretty physical team. So I mean they've just took three physical teams in a row.
0: hmm Ver- Vern's had to uh, had to call <laughs> their last three games. Oh
1: my <laughs> Vern's on the A and M playing with them everywhere they go. <laughs> And then Alabama invented physical football, so... Yeah, a and had a rough little stretch there with physical football teams. They may not be able to walk after this little stretch. Well, they better get used to it because they're <laughs> in
0: the SEC now, so... Yeah, I saw, uh, some, I,
1: saw, I saw somebody talk about it. You know, they didn't have any... They never had a double... Or they had one double-digit win season in the Big 12, and uh, they're figuring this is about how they're going to be in the SEC after Manziel left. Um, right. So... Which is I good. Like someone. I, I do like, like Sumlin, someone, but I don't think someone stays there forever.
0: I don't think he's – and actually, I think he might look at this. I mean, he's been recruiting really well, and there's still going to be about a 4-4 four and four team in the West. Yeah, they'll finish like I fourth mean, in the West, so. Why would you want to get beat down like this if you're a guy like someone who everybody loves? I love. I mean, like I said, I think his system works, and he can recruit, and he's a young guy, and I mean – I just think A and M, you know, and here's the thing: we all thought that A and M going to the SEC would sort of be a shot in the arm for them and their program, and they'd steal some Texas recruits. But that hasn't quite happened, and now you got Charlie Strong to compete with, who's again another guy that everybody loves. He does it a different way than someone. He's a defensive minded coach. He's also from Arkansas, so he's a personal favorite yeah. of the podcast. <laughs> uh, I'm with you see, guys, yeah, I, I'm with you guys. I think I think Nick can na- name a score, and I think they hold A and M to around two kind of the same deal i just think they alabama gets back in business and um all right so let's see we've also got florida missouri in a game that i will not watch one second <laughs> that, of the games that, in
1: that doesn't even deserve like a commentary on it i think that's just going to be a dumpster fire oh like,
0: uh, i'll take Missouri. do i take missouri i think i, I, think I might,
1: I, might I think i might take florida in gainesville i don't think yeah, Eddie right. got it.
0: i don't know it'll be like slinging poop at a wall <laughs> see what happens <laughs> coles what do you what do you think do you think missouri
2: Oh gosh, this is a tough one.
0: <laughs> I'm so glad I'm going to the game next weekend, so I don't have to
2: watch this I, game. I mean, does does anybody care?
0: I don't think anyone cares. No, actually, yeah. nobody's listening.
2: I don't know, no. all, you know. I'm sure last year a bunch of Arkansas games people are saying that, but I, I guess I I, I guess I go with Florida. Yeah, I don't know. Um, that I have
0: to? They, they almost I always think, like. I, man, I, I don't think it matters. Here's the thing: I, I got enough rest last night. I still I, I got tired just talking about this game. I feel like I need a nap just talking about. I'm not watching one second of that. I'm not even going to get score updates on that game. I'm not going to
1: watch the highlights. I don't even care. I I don't even care about that.
0: Well, I'm glad we're moving on because here's a low-key interesting game. Kentucky at LSU in Death Valley.
1: This could end the SEC West dominance, I guess. Uh, We're still undefeated outside of our division. Um, Low-key – I mean, again,
0: nobody thought Kentucky was going to be much, but uh, here they are. Uh, I think if – go ahead, Colby. Uh,
2: I think I'm going to take LSU in this game since it's Death Valley – that's just who I got. I don't know. I, I guess maybe 24-21 20, LSU. I can see that. Logan? Uh,
1: I think this is Kentucky's first step towards the SEC East Championship. Um,
0: oh I, I think they
1: upset LSU. Um, oh! I think, I think he finally gets that signature win uh, for Stoops. I think he
0: does it. I like what he's doing at Kentucky. I'm with you. I, I don't think they have enough to win in Death Valley, but I like the direction. that They're, they're almost like, like we are, like the the sort of the, the transformation from last year to this year. Yeah, I feel like Kentucky's the east version of Arkansas, except they're winning because they're in the east. <laughs> right. No, I agree. That's what I was going to say. Like, they couldn't they couldn't hold it in that. But, again, that's the division they're in. And, you know, if they could finish second or third in that division this year, I think that's a feather in their cap. I think LSU – I'm with Colby. I think Death Valley's a tough place. I think they their fans probably feel like they're back in business uh, after stealing one in the swamp. Uh, I'll give it LSU – I'll go twenty four fourteen Tigers, but nobody will be real fired up about it.
1: Yeah, I'm just not sure how big that Florida win is because Must Champ, but
0: we'll see. Right, but LSU, you know, they needed a win. They had gotten you know beat down in Auburn. I think I think they'll feel good about. It. I think I think Lester can sell that to his team, and I think he will. The mad hat. Uh, here, here's Vern's um, here's Vern's game of the week. Uh, I don't know. If CB, I don't think CBS will be in the house, but I think Vern will be. Uh, Tennessee travels to Oxford, Mississippi. To play- oh
1: my! Oh my! Logan, what do you see? Uh, I can't even count that high. Bo Wallace is going to throw for like
0: 400 yards. Four thousand yards? Yeah, four thousand. I mean, it's
1: just all Miss all the way. I don't. I don't even think
0: it's close. Do they throw a shutout? Do they get the shutout?
1: Uh, that's possible. I think. I think Tennessee scores ten. Okay.
2: Yarbrough. Thirty-five-seven. Ole Miss. Worley throws. Four interceptions. That's bad. Right.
0: How many to Cinquez uh, Golson? Probably three. <laughs> He's ever <there. laughs> I'm with you, guys. Ole Miss names it. Ole Miss names the score, and they uh, they just it looked. You know, I, th- I think you also have ball fans overreacting to a ma- to a major extent as well. Um, I don't know. Ole Miss 45, Tennessee six. I, I don't <laughs> know. It, it's not even worth talking about. <laughs> Also not worth talking about, South Carolina Furman. I think the Hall ball coach gets back in business. Um, Arkansas, Georgia. Uh, we'll, we'll save our prediction for that uh, for last. Logan, you said we had a, a couple of Facebook questions. Is yeah, that we right? do. We got,
1: uh, we'll got. we start with the easier one. Uh, we got one from Matt Bashirs here. How many SEC teams? I'm not answering that.
0: <laughs> We're not answering that question. We're done with that
1: guy. That guy's done. How many SEC teams make it in the playoffs?
0: I think two. Uh, I still think the door's cracked for it to be three. I mean – the problem is Notre Dame and Florida State, somebody's going to win this weekend.
1: Yeah,
0: but, um, but the thing no, is,
1: no matter who wins, they both lose because they're going to play an SEC team in the playoffs and get wrecked.
0: And and, and Vern will be in the house. Vern, Vern will
1: be it. in that, especially Notre Dame. Florida State proved they can beat them. They beat Auburn last year, but I, I'm not sold on Notre Dame. I don't I don't think they're going to beat Florida State next weekend either.
0: So I don't think it'll be cl- – I'm with you. I, th- I don't think it'll be cl- – I think Florida State will get in. I mean, l- let's look and see who can – I'm saying two just because I think that – the Western team that finishes second is at an advantage because they don't have to play that extra game. Mm-hmm. And if it's a team like Auburn who lost kind of early, you know, if they're able to beat Alabama, the last game of the year, I could see Auburn stock rising to the point where uh, I think two. I, and on top of that, I think it's two Western teams.
1: Oh yeah. Most definitely two Western teams. I don't see the East. I don't think Georgia. Auburn,
0: Auburn, Ole Miss, Auburn state, somebody like that. So
1: here's the thing. So what if we get in there? Uh, you know, it's the end of the year. Uh,
0: Ole Miss, Mississippi
1: state made it undefeated in the egg bowl. Does the loser get in? It's the last Absolutely. game of the year. Okay. Absolutely. yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, because how do you drop them? They would be 1-2 at that point, in my opinion, or mm-hmm. at least 1-3. Yep. And even if Ole Miss pulls the upset, how, how do you penalize State for losing a one-score game to the number three team in the country at Ole Miss? I don't think you can do it. I mean, I think you have to drop them, but I don't think you drop them far enough to – and that's what I mean. I think if that's the case, and it's certainly in play, I think uh, – Man, I think you got to. I think you got to give them, even if it's a four seed. I think you have to get them in there.
2: Yeah, they're they're in. If, if is it at Mississippi State this year? Or Ole Miss. It's, it's, it, it's at Oxford. State. It it's is. at Oxford. Yeah, okay. it's at Oxford.
0: Which means which means we may need to go, or at least go to Columbia or something to mm-hmm. to, to stay. In. Uh, I think you get two in regardless, unless some crazy stuff happens, and uh, certainly that's always possible. of uh, – I don't think Alabama's a playoff team, but they've only lost the one game. And I mean, I uh, guess Bama, Bama won't be
1: able to beat Auburn. I don't think. I think Auburn will beat them later in the I think year. they
0: will
2: be Auburn, Ole Miss, or Mississippi State too.
0: Then yeah, they got a
1: they got a long schedule left, bro.
0: <laughs> that's yeah. a good point. And they almost lost to us last night. Yeah, you are probably right. So they, uh, and I think that's when Saban makes the uh, the Lane Kiffin cut. Think, yeah, I think two. Uh, I think two easily. I, I don't see any scenario where two don't make it because I just don't see anybody else contending. I think yeah. Notre Dame, Florida State's an elimination game, and then you've got. Nobody in the Pac-12 is overly impressive. No, I
1: and think the got, only team that's going to make it in the playoffs that I think deserves it might be Baylor. They scored a lot of points last night. I think Baylor that might was be was a free.
2: fun game to watch. That was a
1: very fun game to watch. Yeah, and, and
2: Oklahoma winner probably will, will yeah, get in. Yeah. what I'll play again. Mm-hmm.
1: I just, oh, I just, here's my thing. So if Florida State gets in all this trouble, I know there's some more documents coming out where they've been tampering with police documents. Oh,
2: heaven's yes. So if
1: they go undefeated, what's to say we can't leave those guys out for some kind of uh, – I mean, who's to say Jameis Winston would even be playing then?
0: You know what I mean? It, that's sort of the, the underrated thing that's why I think Florida State winning maybe this week but then like the the, the hammer the falls on the that,
1: death penalty dropping down
0: oh don't tease me
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: don't you dare tease me Vern's <laughs> gonna have to show up to my office in a minute
1: <laughs> I would love Florida out. state to get the death penalty love I would love it. for
0: Florida State to embarrass Notre Dame and then on Monday it comes out <laughs> to work. It's like, uh yeah they're not eligible for both season play too yeah. much has happened <laughs> and
1: then it's cut to like Mike's live and just like he's just like dying. <laughs> And then, and then they go
0: – it's just like, it's just like you know what, we're just going to take the SEC West. We're going to roll the SEC West back out there and just see what happens.
1: All of them. All, the entire SEC West gets in the playoffs. So, I'll tell it. you who
0: I would love. I would love to be a fly on the wall at Steve Spurrier's house when they announce a Florida State death penalty. Oh, man. So, I know he hasn't been at Florida in a while, but I still think there's no love lost uh, between, between him and Florida State. I would love – I would absolutely be – Oh, like I I think Spurrier would just walk around butt naked. He'd have (laughs) him a beer. He'd be he he would open it up and dump it on himself. Like he's like throwing his own party. He just just, well, you know that's how it goes. You know they don't call free speech university for no reason. I, I wouldn't put it
1: past Spurrier to say something in a in a press conference after that happened. Be like, you know that's what they get. You know
0: you know what I'm saying. I, I, look, I know we just got uh, beat down by Georgia again, but uh, by God, I uh, you <laughs> no, know uh,
1: that, that's 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 a false. You know, Spurrier loves beating up on Georgia. You might
0: have said, it. Yeah, yeah. Was, yeah <laughs> like that picture I sent y'all last yeah, not... night. Yeah, that was good. So, um,
1: what's the next so I question? Think all agree too, right? Yeah, I think two and maybe three. Yeah, it depends on how this Florida State death penalty thing goes on. <laughs>
0: <laughs> can we can we start trending Florida State death penalty on Twitter? Can I, think we we can. On?
1: I think we can. I think we can. I think there'd be a lot of SEC squads down for that one.
0: Um, Florida State Death Penalty yeah, uh,
1: Hashtag Florida State Death Penalty All right. All right and do King Crab legs, Crab legs as well <laughs> King Crab Legs Alright, Scott Brenner, what happened to Missouri, Missouri yesterday? Will we be able to contain Chubb next week? Who, who else should we watch for against Georgia? And which of our players make the difference? A lot of questions there uh, Chuck, we'll start with you I think you're the one that actually watched most of the Missouri and Georgia game I think Colby did as well I missed some of it
0: I watched 85% of Georgia, and uh, and they looked fine. You know, Hudson Mason, he had probably his best game. Uh, Nick Chubb, he it, it, he didn't kill it on the ground. He just was able to take down a lot of carries. Uh, but, again, I, I'm impressed by anybody that, oh, what happened to Missouri? Uh, I mean, they're not good. Like, I don't – like. <laughs> well, Patty Mock threw, like, four picks, right? Right. Now, a couple of them were kind of not on him. Like, if Colby watched the game – Colby, you saw probably what I saw. Like, the ball bounced off a couple receivers' hands. Yeah. Like, balls that he put right – I mean – uh, you know I, Yeah Mock through four picks I'd put two of them On him maybe Like one of them I know for sure Like He hit the kid in stride And he was about to pick up Another 10 to 12 yards It just rockets off Of his hand To like a Georgia safety Who was like Four yards behind the guy And like Georgia Comes up to the It was crazy uh, Missouri's a mess Arkansas plays them And I mean I don't Like I don't know I mean I don't I hate to jinx it I don't know how we lose That game Like if we lose that game We've got problems hey, we
1: do have problems uh,
0: now Georgia, but I'm not saying anything away from Georgia. Georgia. For Georgia to go on the road to a hostile environment to a school that was still in the hunt for a division title, and pitch a shutout at them, thirty-four nothing, and it missed uh, all that,
1: too. and missed all that controversy with Gurley. That's all everybody talked about all week long.
0: So absolutely, uh, us too. All yeah. we we're talking about is you know Gurley. Gurley, they had a game to play. Eleven o'clock kickoff. They went up there. They handled their business. Mark Rick's a quality coach. Um, You know, obviously you're going to have to look out for Nick Chubb, Hudson Mason. Mm -hmm. Uh, A a friend of mine that I'm actually going to the game with, um, you know, he's a Georgia fan, and he was saying, you know, he's like, that's the best they've looked in probably all year for sure. Uh, You know, and he said that the problem is their receivers are still sort of a revolving door. Justin Scott Wesley's been in and out of the lineup. Like, they haven't had their starting receivers on the field at the same time all year, Mm -hmm. but they will on Saturday. Now, again, Hudson Mason, it looks like he's sort of a game manager, Brandon Allen type. But um, you're still going to have to play. And, again, I think it's going to come down to um, who makes the most throws from the quarterback position. I think both teams are going to kill on the other's run game. I don't think we're going to let Nick Chubb go crazy, and I don't think they're going to want our guys to go crazy. I, 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 Georgia's defense isn't as good as Alabama's, but they looked pretty good yesterday. Are they as good as our defense? Because we looked pretty good yesterday. <laughs> we looked pretty good, too. Um, that'll be the thing. I think it'll be another low-scoring contest. I could, see, I could see it 2017 either way um my only worry and we've talked about it a lot at 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 length even Mm -hmm. what happens if mentally we're just you know it's um you know it's sort of a road game i mean we'll have a lot of people in the crowd cheering for us but we do have a road routine we're gonna leave on friday we're gonna stay in little rock we're gonna go to the the stadium and there'll be a lot of hog fans there but um you know again you're not playing in razorback stadium you know it'll be a rowdy crowd because it'll be the only little rock game this year but uh you know, what happens if something goes wrong? You know, do the fans react? How do the fans react? How do the players react? It's a, It'll be a very interesting game. I think it'll be low scoring, and I think the team that makes the least the least amount of mistakes will win. It'll be just like Alabama to me without the rain. It'll be a dry Alabama game.
1: Yeah, I'll tell you what. I, uh, I saw that Brooks Ellis is out for two weeks. Colby sent that to Ugh. us earlier. That's going to hurt because he's one of our better linebackers. Dude's got concrete hands, but he can make some plays. He's great. He's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, Colby, what do you see for this weekend? I guess it's going to lead perfectly into our uh, kind of analysis of this Georgia game.
2: Yeah, well, I was looking at um, how uh, Georgia's done against the run, and I was looking at a couple of stats was, I've seen against Clemson. They allowed just, uh, allowed, just the, only averaged 2.2 2 against Georgia and a couple more. But interesting thing, I noticed South Carolina's probably the best run team they played averaged 5.7 yards a game. And I looked at everybody else they faced. Uh, Georgia really didn't hold them much under their average. This is probably definitely by far the best running team they'll face. So it's gonna be interesting how Georgia uh plays it. And their secondary is very questionable. I know they um held Missouri uh, you know, scoreless, but I guess you know, it's just it, I'm it's kinda like Chuck was saying they're like Alabama, it's just not as good. Um got a good running game, similar type of defense. Um am I supposed to predict scores too right now? Uh yeah, yeah just start us right? off. Start us off. Arkansas gets their first SEC win in fifteen tries. Ooh, it's been so long. on Saturday. 28-24 <laughs> Arkansas.
0: Woo-pin. Woo pick. Check. Check. What do you got?
2: Oh man, I um,
0: I um, I you know I thought I had it figured out. You know, betting against, you know, picking against the Razorbacks. You know, I thought you know Texas Tech, and then you know I I just don't even know anymore. It's like I'm almost trying to. Uh, I mean, I think we could definitely win, but it's just it's so hard to pick us when. When um, we haven't won in so long, we make these mistakes and they, I just, man, like I look at I like Mark Rick and I like, you know, I think that if Gurley is out and it looks like he'll be out, I think we have the best back. We have the best, probably the best line. The problem is Georgia. They always seem to get going late in the season. I could see Rick snaking this one um, 21-20, but I, ah, uh, <laughs> you know what? I, I can't, here's the thing i'm gonna roll
1: chuck is hurting for this one dude uh,
0: i'm trying to dig deep i'm um i'm gonna go georgia 23 21
1: oh man that one would sting that one would sting.
0: I, I i just i just dropped the rope i think they kick a field goal in the last play of the game
1: that feels like how the rest of these games have gone and we'll have another hard hog cast next week
0: I uh, I think we'll lead. I th- I'm telling you, I think we lead this one all the way through, and they bang through about a 40-yard field goal, of zero time, all zeros on the clock, and and uh, Hudson Mason's 112 passing yards hold up, um, and uh, they get a win. I just I, I hope I'm wrong. I just I don't know. I'm, I'm so my spirit's broken. I think.
1: I think this game goes similarly to. Um, I think we I think we're gonna be able to run on them. I really do. I think we're gonna be able to run the football. We've got we've got more rotation in our backs, especially with them not having Gurley. I think we have the better backs, and uh, I think we're going to be able to run effectively. I think our defense makes enough plays, stopping the run um, and making Hunter Mason beat us, which is good. Um, we want Hudson hit- Mason. Hudson Mason, yeah, we want we want him to beat us, kind of like they want Brandon Allen to beat them. Right. Um, I think we do a better job at stopping the run than they do. And I think we get the win 28-21. I really do. I think we get the first SEC win. We're going to get a break finally and actually do something with it uh, and play a four quarter game in the SEC. Um, it's about we'll time. Doing
0: shots of fireball with Burt after the game. I mean,
1: it's about time. It needs to happen soon. I mean, we've had every opportunity to win these last two games and we just we just couldn't do it. And I think finally they get they get it done. They get it done in Little Rock. Um, it's going to be huge. Next, Hopefully next Hogcast we'll be celebrating.
0: Let, let me flip it the other way. If we lose to Georgia, um, how would that be a step back in, in y'all's minds?
1: Uh, I guess it depends on how the game goes. Uh, they, I mean, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. If it's another close loss, I mean, I think it's just like the same old – Georgia's same.
0: got as much talent as – you know, they recruit yeah. in the top ten every year, yeah. I mean. see, it's
1: another top ten matchup. I, I texted Colby earlier. This is our third straight top ten game, um, which is brutal. But you got to yeah. you, you got to play your schedule, so here we are. Um, right. But, you know – I don't think it's a step back losing to Georgia. I mean, they're a top-ten team. Um, and, obviously, Rick's a great coach. They recruited a high level. Um, I don't really think you could say that that's a step back. But um, if they blow us out by, like, 40 or something, then, yeah, that would kind of suck. I'd be kind of deflated. You know, that's a step backwards.
2: That, that's, then, a, that's falling off a cliff. That's falling off
1: a cliff. But, you know.
2: To me, it's how the players react. If, you know, if they lose another close one, it's, you know, here we go again, and it, it brings more doubt in their minds, and you got to kind of wonder – Eventually, how much longer they can uh, yeah. sustain this? You know, I,
1: I, will, I will give them props. They were they responded really well in the Alabama game. I know they had a bye week, but I mean that that A and M game was devastating. The wheels completely yep. fell off in that game. The Alabama game, the wheels didn't come off as bad. You know what I mean? The defense stayed stayed pretty stout. I mean, A and M, like everybody, just it just they scored like twenty one points in like thirty seconds. It felt like it just like they kept scoring. So um, they responded yep. well coming back against Alabama. You know, had had we were in that game? So you know. Hopefully they can keep. Yeah.
0: Hope they can keep bouncing back. As I am with Colby. Yeah, I mean, at some point we have to have the ball uh, bounce our way, or, or else they're just gonna, you know. But that again, here, here's the thing. Uh, low key, I'm kind of glad that we're sort of, um, you know, hanging in here because the six and six is shaping up, and that puts us in Memphis, and uh, and uh, an on location hog cast, and just all sorts of good things, you know, assuming we can string together two sec wins at some point you know and again it's hard to predict such a thing because you don't know you haven't done it but i I think there i think there are three wins left on the schedule and i think that gets us to the fairgrounds in memphis tennessee for a for um for the liberty bowl and you know what by god i'll take it
1: yeah definitely i mean again everybody is like upset about these losses and stuff but before the season started um nobody would even have thought we'd been in these games you know um, there's a lot of, there's a lot of people predicting that we would have won three or four games. Even, after, game. Auburn. even yeah. after
0: Auburn, even after Auburn, you know, Auburn was so convincing, uh, in my, it's so resounding. Um, you know,
1: like, I know it's heartbreaking to lose games like we've been losing, but I mean, it's just, we've gotten so much better. I know, I know Bert said it too, but I mean, we're, we're an improved football team and to be in these games is a step in the right direction. That's where you want to be. Eventually the ball is going to bounce in your favor. Um, just got to get those breaks and do something with them. Um, we got a little bit of time here. I want to talk about the uniforms real quick because yes. those were awesome. I then, uh, I'm normally a big uniform guy. Like I was big into the anthracite. I know a lot of people aren't, but uh, I would replace the anthracite with these
0: in a heartbeat. I completely agree with Charlie on that one. Th- these were phenomenal. I mean, they anything you could want, whether you're a traditionalist or anything like that. Like they were they were great. I mean, the, I even liked the razorback on the helmet. It was old school, but um, you know, it just uh, it's sort of sort of, you know, summed up the night. You know, we're old-school football team, run the football. But they just looked so clean. They were solid. That You know, the Cardinal looked good. The numbers looked good. The numbers on back of the helmets looked good. Um, the only thing that would have made it better was a 15-14 to 14 Arkansas win. But you know what? Hey, that, man, those uniforms, we came out wearing those mugs. I mean, I if I'm picking knits, I wouldn't mind going back to, like, the 90s uniforms with the Razorbacks on the, the sleeves of the jersey. Yeah. Those were horrible. The Apex, <laughs> the Apex jerseys no, no, were horrible. Not the, Apex, not the Apex. I'm talking like the late 90s, the Houston nut, um
1: just oh, the, okay. the small
0: Razorbacks on the sleeve. You like, just you know, we had a little bit. No, like, no, no, not the Apex. Apex? I, haven't, I haven't said that. I might get on e- eBay and uh and get little get Apex jerseys sometime. Uh no, the, the, they were phenomenal. They knocked them out of the park. I mean, they it was almost a perfect night to honor the uh the 64 National Champs. Um, you know, only thing I would have made it ever win, but yeah, I thought the uniforms were outstanding. I mean, the, honestly, if they said tomorrow we're wearing these for the rest of the, the the year, I'm good. The rest of the rest of forever, I could roll with. Them. I mean, they're they're just great. Like you know, you know, sometimes you don't have to overstate things. You don't have to go crazy. Uh, they they, they were beautiful.
2: me, yeah, what do you think? I loved them. Simple, but um, <laughs> awesome. I mean, I, and I, it, a lot of positive feedback. Usually, anytime with the uniforms, there's kind of there's some. A lot of negative, a lot of positive comments. Oh, yeah, me
1: and Charlie can never agree on uniforms. We, yeah. both, we both completely agree on this one, which is totally – viewers, you don't understand. This is amazing that we can agree on a uniform, and we did. This is a great one.
2: See, uh, just a few negative comments, and I think that was more like, uh, you know, hey, them look like Alabama's uniforms. But, I mean, it was the throwbacks from 64, so.
0: Well, Alabama's been wearing the same uniform since the 50s, so yeah. that's probably why. And, again, we had the Razorback on the helmet, which, um, you know, again, I – Man, I, I loved them When we came, when I saw them on Twitter, I was like, "Oh my gosh, this is something serious." <laughs> yeah. And then I saw them on the field, and I was like, "Man, this is yeah." I, uh, I know we won't do it, but uh, they were awesome. Yeah. They were really great. It was uh, probably the highlight of the night.
1: Yeah. Well, we're running out of time, guys. Uh, go ahead and just go around the go around the podcast real quick, and just go ahead and tell your thoughts about the season so far. How you feeling about Club Burt Give it like a minute spill. Go ahead,
0: Chuck uh Burt, you know he's he, he's getting there like i said the problem is he he inherited an SEC West that's playing at an all-time high level the only teams that can beat and uh, you know it's front loaded of the schedule he's played he's played at auburn he's played take st. m in a neutral site alabama Burt's fine uh you know we got help coming we got Ty story we got kj we got will Gregg. help's coming um you know before long it's a uh, good things are happening like i said they, you know so the west is going to thin out you know Some of these guys are going to leave the Magnolia State. I think Kevin Sumlin could leave and go somewhere. Dan Mullen might go home to Florida. Um, Again, there's so much success at other schools that it may clear the path for us, and we're getting we're getting pretty solid on our own. So I, uh, Burt era so far. I I want to win an SEC game, but it's uh, it's I'm not down in the dumps like I was after Auburn. I'm not, you know, uh, it's it's going to happen. It's going to happen.
2: Colby, what you got? Uh, The same. Uh, last year it was hard to see there really wasn't much positive the other year you kind of wondered how things were going to go but this year you kind of see what the future's. is um, you know when it all comes together there's still you know a recruiting recruiting class or two that uh, they need but when they put it all together I mean it's you know I think we're going to be competing for the west
1: yeah I agree um I think it's a bright time you know uh questionable play calling at times but other than that you know um, I,
0: feel, I feel pretty good. <laughs> I'm
1: still throwing some shade on Cheney, dude. I don't
0: Wait, care. We, we, we might have to do an entire uh, hog cast on the offensive. In the off season, <laughs> we're gonna in the off season we're gonna go through
1: some tape and we're gonna look at some of these and I'm just gonna be like, what are we doing anyway? So you know, I mean, we're just a few breaks away from being five and one right now. You know, we were in both those games, had every opportunity to win both those games and just couldn't do it. So um, it's, he's gonna get it done. I think I think he'll be competing for the West real soon. So. We'll, uh, we'll be back to you guys next week after the Georgia game, uh, hopefully with celebrations. Um, so, yeah, uh, see you
0: guys later. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you again. Go Hogs. All right, good stuff, guys. Solid, I like that.
1: Yep, I'll go ahead.